Welcome to Your Creative Adventure Podcast, where we believe it is possible to make money as an artist doing what you love while glorifying God through your art. We're your hosts, CJ and Shelley Hitz. While you listen to today's episode, we encourage you to get out your colored pencils, markers, or paints and create while you listen. You may also be inspired to take creative notes with your hand lettering and sketches. If so, download our free lettering resources at yourcreativeadventure.com forward slash free. Are you ready to allow God to take your creative adventure further than you ever imagined? If so, let's get started. Hey folks, CJ Hits here. And I'm Shelly Hits. And we want to welcome welcome all of you to another episode of Your Creative Adventure. And you know, we're continuing along this series uh, where we've talked about, you know, sort of the whole comparison and, and jealousy and envy trap that we can sometimes get into. And the title of this episode is um, you know, really being able to celebrate one another. And, uh, you know, Shelly, what do you think about when you think about really celebrating another person? Man, when I think of the word celebrate, I think of party. Yeah, well, you know, you've got that song. I used to blare that in college uh, with my my stereo out into our uh, campus courtyard. You know, celebrate good times. Come on. All right. Yeah. (laughs) We actually did that song in show choir in high school. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, uh, I'm i a backup singer. Many of you didn't realize that. But, uh, you know, when I sing, people do back up. <laughs> so, You're uh, actually not too bad. No, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm Pavarotti in the shower. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I think of a party. I think about, like, when you celebrate, you, it's, an, it's an intentional thing. You're not just going through your day, day in, day out. It's not just a regular day. Like growing up, my mom had this Pampered Chef plate. And um, it was it, it said something like, today's your day, celebrate. You know, and she'd bring it out on our birthdays or if we did something cool in school or, you know, hey, that rhymed. <laughs> but, um, you know, it was intentional. There was something that you were doing. You know, if you think about when you're celebrating someone's birthday, a lot of times there's a cake, there's cards, there's presents, there's, you know, you um, set a date and a time, and there's intentionality, and there's excitement, there's joy, there's um, fun, you know. So those are all things that I think about when I think about celebrating. Yeah, you're recognizing those other people, they exist. They are special, they're unique, they are individuals gifted by God, created in God's image. And so, yeah, I think one of the key words here is we're being intentional about lifting them up and celebrating uh, their own successes as well. Yeah, in the last two episodes of this series for the spiritual episodes, we've talked a lot about more of like the negative side of the comparison trap. You know, I think it's important to not just always be like, oh, everything's great. Like we have to face those things sometimes. But in this episode and next week, we wanted to focus a little bit more on like, okay, what can we do instead? And so on Instagram, in the lettering community, we have a hashtag we use often, hashtag community over competition. And a lot of lettering artists will support each other, will cheer each other on, will share each other's, you know, when they're 
publishing a book or have a launch, and it's just a beautiful thing. But, um, you know, that doesn't always happen. Um, I, I heard a story, Elisa Keaton from Revelation Wellness told, and she said, you know, when she thinks about this, she thinks about like having a pinata at a, a young child's birthday party. And each child gets a chance to whack at the pinata. And, you know, most of the time, you know, you're whacking at it and there's nothing happens. But when the one child gets up there that does like whack on it and then all of the candy comes out, are the kids standing around saying like, I wanted to be the one to make, you know, to get the candy out. Are yeah. they, is that what they're doing? They're scrambling all over the place, you know, uh, looking for candy themselves and they're excited. Yeah. They're not, they're not crying. And you know, typically, you know, it's, it's, it's actually an excitement of like, oh, they did it. Let's go. And I think like, you know, she was like, that's a picture of how we should be, especially, I know there's a lot of women that listen to this podcast, but as women, especially, I think we struggle more with this of like, celebrating whether we were the ones that got to hit the pinata and all the candy came out or not, you know? And um, the thing is, especially as Christians, this goes even deeper, right, CJ? Yeah. You know, as, as believers, you know, we really are on the same team. You know, we might even call it the kingdom team, capital K. Right. <laughs> you know, we've got a similar goal. We want to glorify the Lord. We want to lift his name up. And which we've we've talked about, but you know, I want to read a verse that really just encapsulates this uh, this fact that we are on the same team, and it's Ephesians chapter four, verse sixteen, and it says, "He makes the whole body, you know, Jesus. He is Jesus. He makes the whole body fit together perfectly." As each part does its own special work, it helps the other parts grow so that the whole body is healthy and growing and full of love. Man, that is key right there. You know, that we are full of love. We're ready to celebrate. We're excited when other people are succeeding in their own endeavors and their artwork. They're not only succeeding in their business aspect, but they're succeeding in the Lord allowing their work to spread widely so that the message of hope and forgiveness and whatever it may be is getting out to a world that needs that message. That was like such a great verse. Um, I, I mean, it's one that I would almost would love for you to like just read it again, like just let it like soak in. But what what came up to my mind as you were reading that is every piece was doing its part. Every part of the body of Christ, you know, has a different role. We all have a different role to play, but that it that we all fit perfectly together and it's not a competition. So I think we're just trained in our culture, like from when we're really little, that everything is a competition, you know? Like you probably remember CJ was one of the fastest on his playground, you know, that's when he knew he could run fast. You know, everything was a competition from when you were little, right? Oh yeah. Um Constantly, I mean, it's it's been a big part of my identity, uh, even into my adult years, where you know you do you you start to look at everything as a competition. As I mentioned on a previous episode, 
I would get uh, competitive even with ministry and wanting the most kids at my meeting and uh, the most kids coming to Christ. And I mean, it was just sickening, really, the things that we uh, we hope for and wish for. I would, you know, envision, you know, being able to speak to large crowds and, you know, uh, being the next Billy Graham. And, uh, oh, man. <laughs> You know, it, it, it becomes numbers, and, and, and our social media world really even fuels this. I mean, it, you know, social media wasn't around uh, 20 years ago. Uh, we, we did have the Internet. We had, we had email and all that stuff. But Instagram, Facebook, uh, Twitter, I mean, we live in a world where numbers now gets magnified. Oh, look at how many followers they have. And so it can be very easy to get in that mindset. And it's it's not as much about a competition, although, you know, we we are in a spiritual battle, but it's about being on a team. And I think when we switch our mindset and realize, like, we're on a team together and, like, you and I both played team sports growing up. I played basketball just because my friends played. I really wasn't good at it. But, <laughs> you know, even if I didn't get to play, even if I didn't make a basket, my response was to cheer and be so excited when my teammates succeeded, right? Like yeah. you were a big basketball guy. Well, and let's just look at this verse and say, hey, how does this relate to our actual human body? <clears throat> you look at our arm bones, they're not looking down and saying, oh, man, you know, we're not quite as as large as the femur down there, you know, right. and, and <laughs> oh, man, we need to find a way, you know, to become the largest bone in the body or the Number heart. Number one. <laughs> the heart isn't pumping and with every beat saying, oh, if I could only be the brain, <laughs> you know, if, if I could just, you know, um, outdo the, the lungs when it comes to, you know, the oxygen consumption. And none of that's happening. When You know, if I want to take a little side trip here and say when we give our bodies nutritious food, when I eat healthy, I'm actually giving all of the parts of my body the best chance to work in synergy together. They don't have to overwork. They are, you know, the digestion is good. I'm not living with gas all the time. Uh, everything just works in synergy, and it's a beautiful symphony, just like a symphony you'd watch up on a stage. Everyone knows their part, each part of our body. You know, we are that body now of Christ. Each of us has an opportunity to play a specific role that God has for our lives. And you even think about color theory, like if there was, if every color was red or if every color was blue, you would not have all the gorgeous colors and paintings and things that we, cre we can create, you know, every day. But, you know, you think about the team or you think about the body, like physical body, what happens if a team member doesn't do their part? What happens if a body part doesn't do their part? <laughs> Or what happens if one team member tries to take over and showboat? Or if one body part just tries to, you know, like starts to take over, you know, it just doesn't work. We're meant to work together. Yeah, and uh, as I've mentioned before, I was a basketball fanatic growing up, uh, long before I, I began to love running. 
I didn't like running unless I had a ball in my hand. But basketball was a great example for me. You know, when I was growing up, um, I always looked to score first. You know, the ball was passed to me. I'm immediately looking. Do I have an open look at a three-pointer? Can I drive past my man to get to the hoop? So I always had this score-first mentality. But as I got older, I began to sort of regret the way I played in high school. Now, I I averaged uh, over 20 points a game in high school. But it was at the expense at times of some of my teammates. I could have easily set them up better. I could have gotten them easy shots. I could have looked to pass first. And so as I got older, I began to shift my mentality of having a pass first mentality. And I can't tell you how that transformed my game. When I was in my 20s and early 30s and I was playing YMCA pickup ball, Almost every day of the week, the uh, weekday at the noon hour, there were a bunch of us guys that would get some great games going. And I I picked up on having a pass-first mentality. I wanted to make the other teammates look good, set them up for a great shot. And so essentially I was looking to get more assists than points. And I can't tell you, when I, when I began to have that unselfishness in my play, it's almost like every other person lit up. And I remember Larry Bird as well saying, um, I believe I can dominate a game without even taking a shot. Yeah. And the reason he thought that is because he did so many other things behind the scenes, plus he was a great passer, that he made everyone else around him look great. I think that's a great example. The score first versus the pass first mentality and I think the pass first mentality, what it speaks to me as you were sharing that is a spirit of generosity. Yeah. You know, it's it's lifting other people up, lifting up your fellow artists. They may be in the same niche that you are. They may be in the same genre. And what it looks like is I'm going to do everything I can to help that person succeed as well without being threatened myself. And so I'm not saying, oh, if I help them, that's going to hurt my business. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there there really is a very real thing of boundaries. You know, if you've taken my time management challenge, like you can't spend all of your day like going around and doing everyone else's work and, you know, <laughs> like helping other people to the point where then your business is suffering. That's not what we're talking about. No. What we're talking about is just a spirit of generosity, sowing seeds into others. And, you know, if you see something in someone else, call it out, you know, let them know you see their talent, their, you know, um, you know, just all of the things that you see in them, encouragement, it, it goes a long way. If you listen to the artist spotlight with um, Arianne Hope, she said something that it just caught me off guard. She said that there were, um, in, her, in the beginning when she was on Instagram, there were a few comments that I made as well as DMs to her, direct messages, where I was like encouraging her and in a way that was different than other people that really sparked something in her that thought, oh, I could do this. And now she has almost a full-time art business. And she really said a lot of it was sparked with that initial encouragement for me. Now, did that take anything away from me to do that for her? 
absolutely not. And I love it. I'm so proud of her. It's so exciting. Um, I've seen um, quotes that say, you know, lighting someone else's candle does not dim your own light. Yeah. You know, I, I just think that uh, we really do reap what we sow. You know, when we sow into other people's lives, you know, in ways we may never know, we're reaping in our own lives as well. You know, we're planting seeds that one day we might even be able to have a chance to eat some of the harvest and enjoy that celebration, you know, with that other person. Right. Um, you know, if I'm looking at just just picking out one example from Scripture of um, someone that had a chance to celebrate, but instead they, they did choose to see the negative, and they couldn't get past that. And that was the story of the prodigal son. You, know, you look at that story in Luke chapter 15, and the son came home. Of course, we read that the father was looking daily, looking for his son, looking out on the horizon, hoping his son would come back. And when he did, the father actually ran to that, that prodigal son that had left and squandered you know, his, his part of the inheritance. When he came back, though, the father was like, let's celebrate, you know, kill the fattened calf. Let's, let's get, let's get a robe and a ring and put it on his finger and, and let's do all these things. Let's have a party, essentially. He's back. And when the older son heard about this, he was indignant. He could not celebrate. In fact, when the father came out to, you know, have that older son come back in, the older son couldn't even call him his own brother. He said, that son of yours, that son of yours who squandered, you know, his inheritance on prostitutes and wild living, he was basically upset. And he couldn't celebrate. And, you know, this is, this is of course, a picture of, of um, you know, not being able to celebrate when somebody's come home to Christ. But I think in another way, when we when we choose to sort of stay outside and not really, you know, take advantage of celebrating others when we have the opportunity, we're missing out. Not only we're missing out, but we're we're also withholding a really neat blessing we could offer the other person. Right. And I think that's such a powerful example in scripture of that. And I think, you know, this is a good time just to transition in. What are some practical ways that we can actually celebrate other artists, that we can actually celebrate other writers, other people, um, whoever they are in our lives? And, you know, as we were doing some research for this episode and doing, you know, taking some notes, I, I had written out a few things myself and I read them out to CJ and I'm like, can you think of anything else? And he came up with probably the best one. <laughs> what what oh. was your, your suggestion? Well, I think uh, when we see the success of somebody else, right away we can just begin praying for them. You know, we're praying that God would continue to bless them, that God would continue ex- to expand their their territory, their horizon in terms of their influence uh, where their artwork is going, where their books are going, uh, where their music is going, getting it out to the uh, to the most people that God wants to reach, you know, whoever needs that. So we're praying for them. Yeah, and I, I just thought that was a great, great place to start. And all of us can do that. You know, we can all do that. Well, I'm more spiritual than you are, Shelley. <laughs> no, kidding. Yeah. 
Um, so one another way is just what I was talking about. What I had done for Arianne is just encourage someone publicly in a comment on social media or through a direct message or an email or reply to something or let them know when you see something in them that's, you know, a talent or that you, you're really excited for them. I've had some friends lately that have launched new products. And I'm like, oh, that's a great idea. Why didn't I think of that? You know, but I was cheering them on. I was like, I love this idea. What a great idea. And I'm not like going to go now and try to steal that idea. But you know, you're just, you're celebrating with them. You're giving them those words, you know, the five love languages. One of the love languages is words of affirmation. Hmm. And I, I think, you know, words of affirmation is always a great way to celebrate someone. Now, another practical way is something that like we all are not able to do um, maybe on a all the time basis, but pray and ask the Lord. If there's someone that you can support by buying one of their products or their artwork, and you know if you're buying on Etsy or Amazon or you know wherever, if it's a book or um, you know if it's a product on their site and they have a review system, leave a review. It doesn't take very long. And so when I was really, um, you know, when I decided to relaunch my Etsy shop last year, I. I just was praying about it and I felt like the Lord wanted me to sew into other people's Etsy shops as I was, you know, like wanting to see my Etsy shop grow. And, and sometimes, you know, like, like CJ said, you reap what you sow. And I'm not saying like, this is just like a magic thing, but you know, just really being intentional of sewing into things that you want to see for your own life. So I went through and there was specific uh, you know, friends on Instagram, some of you might be listening right now, but I decided to buy artwork from their Etsy shops and then afterwards leave a review. And, you know, it was just a small thing. You know, I couldn't do it for everyone, but, you know, it's just something to consider, you know, as one way to celebrate others. Yeah. And then there's a, there's a final one here, which is, uh, it's a nice little poem as well, which is say no to FOMO. (laughs) Yeah. So, you know, that's just a practical way, like, um, to, to celebrate others and, you know, just, you know, to not get caught in this comparison trap is when you're seeing other people doing things and, you know, you know, you're able to give them the words of affirmation, the encouragement, you're able to pray for them, but to not allow it to suck you into thinking you have to do what they're doing. Just like the scripture CJ had read um, about, you know, the body of Christ, we all have our own role. And, um, I recently heard someone say, you know, we need to, just like when we were in school, keep our eyes on our own paper, you know, (laughs) don't try to be looking at what someone else is doing over in their paper, but keep your eyes on your own paper and be able to celebrate each other. Yeah. And just, you know, going back to uh, when I mentioned, you know, one of the things we can do is pray for them, you know, in terms of celebrating, you know, I find that it's really hard to be jealous and envious when I'm praying for someone. Very true. And so that's that's just another practical reason to say, okay, Lord, I bless that person. I ask that their artwork would just take off. I pray it would get into more doors and avenues. And we just we just lift them up. We bless them. Don't we want that ourselves? 
I mean, you and I want that kind of treatment. And, and Jesus tells us, you know, uh, whatever you want done for you, do it to others as well. And so it's that's a golden uh, rule, right? Yeah. And that's going to be part of our, um, you know, closing scripture today. But we want to take just uh, one minute again to have that reflection time where you're listening to what the Lord is saying to you. What's he been saying to you in this episode? You know, again, you know, celebrating one another is the title. And uh, what is the Lord saying specifically to you regarding this topic? Um, and perhaps write down, you know, something that comes to your mind regarding a way that you can celebrate others and their successes. And so we want you to take one minute here and... Uh, We'll be back in a minute. Okay. Well, I hope that uh, the Lord has uh, bubbled up some thoughts in you and and caused you to uh, think about just this whole idea of celebrating one another. And we want to just you know close out with a godly affirmation. And today's godly affirmation is: I can celebrate others because God celebrates me. And oh, how true that is. You know, we are the apple of God's eye. He loves us. He celebrates us. He's working through us. He has great plans for us. And I can celebrate others because God celebrates me. And the the closing verse that we want to leave you with is Luke 6.31. Again, the golden rule. And it says this, Do to others as you would like them to do to you. Amen. And so that's a positive. That means uh, think of the things you would love done to you. Now what can you actually go do, you know, for someone else in that same spirit? So we want to just close in prayer and um, let you be on your way. Lord, thank you so much for each and every listener here. Thank you for the gifts and the talents that you've given them. Lord, we celebrate, even as we close this episode, we celebrate what you're doing through each one of them. And many of these folks, we we don't even know the full scope of what you're doing. And yet, Lord, we celebrate the good work that you're doing through them because we know that as a result, many people are being encouraged, many people are being blessed, And your name is being glorified, the name of Jesus. And we ask, Lord, 
that each of us would have such a generous spirit in being able to bless others and celebrate their victories and to be able to even walk with them in their failures and say, hey, I've been there, I've done that, and help them get back up. Lord, help us to all be a people of celebration. And we just uh, we thank you for each and every opportunity that we have before us. And we ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And so um, we're going to kind of put a bow and tie, the, tie up this series next week on, you know, comparison and jealousy with the power of gratitude. This is life-changing, and I'm not trying to hype it. Like this, I have lived this, and it is powerful. So don't miss next week's episode, and we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone. We have a free gift for you. It's called The Art of Prayer. It's an ebook that is 21 pages long, and it will help you add color and creativity to your prayer life. So go and download it right now for free at yourcreativeadventure.com forward slash art of prayer. We would love to be able to help you in your journey to just incorporate your creativity in your prayer life. So again, just go over to yourcreativeadventure.com forward slash art of prayer. Thank you for listening to this episode of Your Creative Adventure with CJ and Shelly Hits, where we believe it is possible to make money as an artist doing what you love while glorifying God through your art. If you've been encouraged or inspired in any way by today's podcast, we'd love to hear from you. Take a screenshot, post it on social media, and tag us at Your Creative Adventure so we can connect with you and cheer you on in your art journey. It also means the world to us when you take a few moments to post a rating and review on iTunes. Once you do, send an email to support at yourcreativeadventure.com with a screenshot of your review and we'll send you our Plan It Day goal-setting worksheets, a $47 value for free. We believe you have been given unique creative gifts and a specific role to play in the Kingdom of Heaven that will make an impact for eternity. Join us next time as we partner with God to help you take your creative adventure further than you ever imagined.